Hi, my name is Lindsay Amico, and this is the Picture Perfect Mind podcast, where we work on connecting to our higher selves, releasing our limiting beliefs, and creating our unreal lives. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode two of the podcast. I'm so excited to be recording this next one. Um, I'm really thrilled that I got this project rolling, and I'm just really excited to get started today. Uh, I actually had a really good day today. I'm not going to lie. I felt super productive at work. And I felt productive getting this podcast ready. And people were like really nice to me. Like I was in Target getting someone a gift for Valentine's Day, which was just making me feel good in general. And this person was like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I love your hair. And I was like, like, you know, when you don't know if someone's talking to you and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, this person is actually giving me a compliment like this random stranger. It just, I think it really made me realize how important it is just to sometimes say something nice to someone and how that can really just make your entire day and it just made me feel so good. So I thought I'd share and maybe it will inspire you to do the same to someone else. So let's get this rolling. So today I am actually going to introduce the topic of 2019. Yeah, super exciting. So we are going to dive into the ego and that is what we're going to be doing for 2019. Now I'm going to give you a definition of what I'm talking about in terms of the ego, so don't worry. And don't worry, like this whole podcast is not just going to be about the ego. We're actually going to be diving into all kinds of goals and topics that affect our lives, you know, whether it's relationships, health, romance, money, you know, implementing a better habit like self-love or maybe getting your apartment or house in better shape or just habits in general. So, We're not just going to be talking about the ego, but the fact is that we have to consistently dive back into the concept of our ego because this is the issue underlying anything that we are going through. If something is not jiving or you're being held back from doing something, it's because of the ego and we're ultimately not connecting to love. That's what we're connecting to our ego instead. At the end of the day, anything we're seeking to accomplish, learn, grow from, it's potentially being hindered by our internal dialogue that we ultimately choose to believe and connect to, okay? So that being said, I'm going to start with the definition of the ego so you can even just decide that you're excited about this topic or if it's even going to help you at all, but I have a feeling it is. Every single one of us as human beings deals with this. I promise. I promise. So the term the ego is not to be confused with egotistical, although the ego can actually connect you with selfish or self-centered behavior. I'm actually going to cite Gabby Bernstein's definition of the ego in her book, May Cause Miracles, and she gets her 
definition from A Course in Miracles. And for those of you that are listening and don't know who Gabby Bernstein is, she's, you know, one of my spiritual teachers. She's a spiritual teacher of so many people. Um, She's just fantastic. I actually completed a training with her, um, level two of Spirit Junkies, spirit junkies and I was able to work directly with her which was such an incredible experience and I just really recommend any book she does she has online things she actually does talks she's amazing so she talks about how the ego is synonymous with fear so if I say the ego you can just think of it as fear And how the ego produces judgment, attack, jealousy, and essentially all the negativity that separates you from your loving truth. It's it's really the opposites of the presence of love. So the simplest, that's really the simplest definition we can give to it. And it can be that simple. Really, at the end of the day, are you experiencing love or are you experiencing fear? And that's really going to hone you in on whether or not you're connecting to your intuition or to that fear-based dialogue. Okay, so every single person deals with their ego on a regular basis. But the thing is that many of us don't recognize it for what it really is. to find my way out of. Uh, I had lived with roommates in college and I just kind of wanted to live by myself when I got back to Buffalo. But then living by myself actually kind of heightened my fears and heightened my ego voice. And it initiated a feeling of loneliness a lot of the time. Even though I had so many friends and was doing so many things, on paper, my life seemed great. And internally, I was just in a world of pain. And when I was going through insomnia and depression and anxiety and all of these things, I really identified with these symptoms and I thought that there was something inherently wrong with me. And it was really one of my lowest points. And while I definitely utilized a lot of things to get me out of that space, which I'll, of course, throughout the podcast, share these things with you. If you're in a space like this, know you are not alone and know there is nothing wrong with you. And we are all here for you and to help you. Um, There are so many resources and so many people not only our age, but of all ages that are going through things like this and just know that it is so normal. And when I was utilizing these tools to get me out of that space, truly the biggest epiphany that I was able to have were that those thoughts were not me. Those thoughts that connected to anxiety and were highly critical and were deeply seated in fear were just actually doing their best job to protect me. My ego was the conductor of the thoughts and 
I was just believing that they were the truth. And of course, you know, these levels of experience are so different with everyone. Some people could have had a more extreme experience than I had. Others just have this consistent lower level of ego voice that maybe they just don't know what it is. Maybe they think it's just themselves making themselves feel bad. Uh, But every single person has this, has an ego that tells them stories. It's so normal, but if we can learn how to listen to it and in some ways control it, this is when we can really create the lives that we are meant to live. So how does the ego show up in so many ways, my friend? Oh my gosh. Um, And I'm definitely not going to be able to cover every single way your ego shows up for you because it's, like I said, it's different for everyone, but there are also just these huge similarities and they're all just connected to fear at the end of the day. So it can be that little warning voice that holds you back whenever your dreams or aspirations grow a little too big. And sometimes, too, it can manifest into a person. So I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but if you've gotten this like really good idea and you're so excited about it and you feel totally elated and then you go speak to someone about it and then they tell you all of the things that, you know, could go wrong with it or all the worries that were inside of you, it's almost like your ego manifested into a physical person. (laughs) So that's... um, once again, totally normal. And I hate when that happens. That's just actually, we should just be very careful about who we talk to about our ideas. Think about if the person can be on the same level as you with the idea. They don't need to be your partner or they don't need to be totally completely gung-ho about it, but you want to speak to someone that's going to make you feel good. And if they're not going to, maybe just think twice about it. Okay. Next, it could show up as perfectionism. Uh, If it's not perfect, then I'm not going to do it or it's not worth doing or potentially I'll be judged if it's not good enough. That's definitely one of my things. Like I've told you before with this podcast, you know, I'm scared that I'm going to be judged. I'm scared it's not going to come out well enough. And that is absolutely my ego. Uh, It could also show up as self-sabotage. So there's something in you that doesn't feel quite worthy of what your inner intuition is really begging you to accomplish. So you're like, I'm going to quit ahead of time. I'm not even going to attempt this or I'm going to sabotage my efforts because I don't want to fail. Another way is overwhelm. There's too many things going on, so it's really better just you know, not to make a choice and do nothing at all. I can't make a choice. Once again, th- that that truly is an excuse. I know that overwhelm is a terrible feeling. I have been there so many times. But overwhelm is actually a choice. We're just not looking at our thoughts enough and we're not able to control and organize our thoughts. And we will absolutely talk about that more in the future. Another way our ego manifests is imposter syndrome. So who are you to be doing this? You're not good enough for this. Maybe, you know, someone else is already doing this. Someone else already wrote the book. Someone else is already getting the speaking gigs. Someone else looks better than you, speaks better than you, walks better than you, et cetera, et cetera. And that, once again, is totally normal. Uh... I feel like I've said totally normal so many times, but this, it really is so normal. And 
Another thing that we do sometimes is we make ourselves feel so bad about this internal voice because I think once you start to realize how potentially damaging it can be, you make yourself feel bad for having these thoughts, but there is nothing wrong with you. It's just something that we've internalized throughout our lives. It's something that we've learned and it's just something we need to recognize and work through and I'm going to help you do that. Another point I just wanted to make, though, is that Oprah has said she's had imposter syndrome. So if Oprah has imposter syndrome, that just means that everyone has imposter syndrome. And that is absolutely nothing that should be holding you back. That is not something that should ever be stopping you. Uh, Another way that the ego shows up is confusion. So I just don't really know what to choose or what the right path is for me. So I'm just going to stay in my comfort zone. You know, that's really a popular one with dieting or different exercise or workout routines. It feels like if I don't know what to do, I should just do nothing at all. Uh, The don't get your hopes up line, you know, (laughs) your ego wants to protect you right and it wants to protect you from feeling disappointed so this one's really hard because you know if we've been taught don't get your hopes up you don't want to be disappointed it can actually kind of sabotage a lot of the things you're trying to do it can make you want to stay small so you're not going to be judged or it could even just judge you before you even end up putting yourself out there in the first place So that, you know, we judge ourselves constantly. We judge ourselves internally and we judge everyone around us. And once again, that's just a habit. Um, It can also connect you to that story of lack. So that just sounds like I don't have enough of something. I need to go out shopping to make myself happy. I need to go out and eat more. Um, My clothes are my identity. I don't like my clothes. I need more, more, more. And that is something I totally connect to. And that is something that's just ingrained in us from marketing and advertising. Everything that we see all the time that we're told that we need. Um, Maybe you're not comfortable with your weight. And it compares you to every single person you see. Comparison is another ego story. You know, you're not as good as that person. and You never will be. So don't even bother trying. And of course, these are not the only ways that it is showing up, but these are just some really, really common ones. So I think I've done a really good job at making the ego look like an asshole, um, which in a way it is, really. But we shouldn't make it into a villain. I I know. I, I know. I already went on about how it's the opposite of love and how it's the source of all of our pain and struggle and how we got to rein it in and now I'm trying to tell you to be nice to it but the thing is it really is trying to keep us safe it's a major part of our system of protection we learned how to fear through the experiences we have It's even ingrained in our society and all of the messages we receive daily. It's in our subconscious. It's embedded in our DNA from our ancestors. Not to mention, it was literally survival for our ancestors. We had to feel fear so we knew how to survive. And it just ends up finding evidence of how we failed and suffered. And it just wants that to never happen to us again. 
if it can show us evidence of the trauma and shame, then we won't get too far out of our comfort zone, right? And everything will be okay. So observing and listening to your ego creates this incredible opportunity to really learn about your fear story and what you've absorbed in your lifetime. And I actually, I don't even know where I heard it, but today I think I was trying to listen to a YouTube video and this ad came up and this woman was speaking and she was super intelligent and I wish I knew her name. She was talking about how as babies, we truly don't have very many fears. I think she was saying we were afraid, we're afraid of loud noises and we're afraid of being dropped. And other than that, babies will do anything. They will fall down the stairs if you let them, right? They'll put their hand in a dog's mouth and not know what teeth are because we haven't learned any fears. And part of fear absolutely helps us, right? If we didn't have any fears, we would just walk out into oncoming traffic. But what's happened is the fear takes over and some of our learned fears are just not helpful at all. And they've just arisen from traumatic situations. You know, maybe someone made fun of you in elementary school and then you've taken that story on into your regular life. Maybe you don't even remember that experience, but it's just a part of who you've become and that's part of your story of how you're not good enough. So the question is, how do we start to befriend our ego and use it as fuel? We can actually turn it into our companion and our protector. That's the goal. And honestly, that's the goal of 2019 for this podcast. Um, So let's just start with a couple of points right here. First of all, consider the possibility that you chose to live this life. So if that sounds way too far out there for you or woo-woo, that's totally okay. You don't have to believe it. I just want you to consider for one minute that we wouldn't be here experiencing our reality if we didn't want to be. We chose to have this human experience so that we could grow, expand, evolve, and ultimately create with the universe. If you didn't want to experience the duality of life, the black and the white, the good and the bad, you would not be here. And I choose to believe this because it makes me feel amazing feelings and I love remembering this message when I struggle with fear. I tell myself I chose this. I chose this experience and I can control this situation now with my thoughts because my thoughts are my beliefs and my beliefs create my vibration and my energy. And if you're religious, you could even say God made me and gave me this life and therefore I am intended to be living in this world and moving through these experiences in a healthy way. There are so many ways you could look at this. At the end of the day, we are meant to be here though. We are meant to be living our lives. Cool. Second, 
the beauty of life is that we need the not so good experiences and fear is an excellent teacher if we know how to work with it. Abraham Hicks, who's another one of my absolute favorite teachers, I absolutely recommend any YouTube video by Abraham Hicks. And I'll, of course, do another episode just on Abraham Hicks and what I've learned from them. But they say that without the not so good experiences, we wouldn't actually know what we wanted in the first place. So fear is kind of like your compass. If we can understand the dark, we can understand the light. The problem really just arises when we can't recognize and respect our ego, but instead attempt to ignore, diminish, critique, or even push it down as a coping mechanism. And I think we all know that sooner or later when we push our emotions down, they're going to come back up. And in the meantime, we just sit with a lot of stuck and stagnant energy that just feels so terrible. So not only is there hope, my friends, but there is a path. And it may seem daunting, (laughs) especially if you're sitting with a lot of fear right now. But I am here as your guide to assist you in navigating through this human experience and creating tools that will shift you through the darkness and into the light. So we're going to use fear as fuel. Jen Sincero, another one of my absolute favorite self-help authors. I will also do an episode just on her because she is my hero. Uh, She is the author of You Are a Badass, and she also wrote You Are a Badass at Making Money, and I would totally recommend listening to those books on repeat for the rest of your life. Um, She says that fear is the same surge of energy as excitement. So you have to do things outside of your comfort zone so that you can recognize the fear and ultimately release it. You can chunk it down into manageable pieces that makes you feel empowered, happy, motivated. But really, the first step is figuring out what our ego stories sound like before we can even get to that point. Because there are so many amazing tools that we can use to reach our goals and organize and make sure we're chunking things down and taking it step by step. But at the end of the day, if your ego story is on repeat and telling you you're not good enough and why are you bothering and all these negative things, you're not going to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And Even if you can, it's going to be a much rockier road. At the first point, we need to identify our ego and understand what it is trying to tell us. So your first homework assignment of 2019, my friends, is identifying what the heck your ego is trying to tell you. Because if it's really, really loud and constant as it is for so many of us, there's a chance you've been ignoring it or at least doing your very best to ignore it. So I want you to think of a situation, I'm sure something comes to mind pretty automatically, that you're currently facing that might have a lot of fear connected to it. So one of my personal ego stories is labeling myself as good or bad depending on what choices I make. And I'm guessing this might have 
been established at a very, very young age, whether I was a good girl or a bad girl, and what my parents maybe told me in terms of rewards and my behavior, right? And one of these situations in particular is about my food choices and my weight. So my ego tells me if I'm good, I'm eating healthy or I'm bad if I don't. It's really also combined with a comparison story. So if I'm really triggered as I'm walking around, I'll just like take a look at other people. And no matter, this isn't about being rational, right? Someone could weigh the exact same size as me, but I would see myself as less than them. So whether or not they're in better shape than I am, it's all about what my ego is telling me. That's my reality. And I, you know, can let it drag me down the rabbit hole and it takes up a lot of my mental energy and ultimately can drag me down vibrationally. Or I can take the opportunity to recognize it, sit with it, see what it's trying to tell me and actually look right at it so I know it is not real. I'm the one that's making it real. And I'm using this as an example, but I actually think it would be really beneficial for you to do some stream of consciousness writing. So what that is, is just sitting down with a pen and paper and I would urge you to use a pen and paper because it connects you more to your internal self than typing. Um, And even if you want to type it up later, that's fine. I would just encourage you to sit down and just write without editing. So just write whatever comes to mind. I might suggest giving yourself a prompt. So, you know, just take my example, my weight. You can use that as a prompt. And then instantly, I have a feeling your ego voice is going to jump up with what it really thinks about your weight. And I want you to just write. This is really an opportunity for you to look your ego in the eye and to know what it's telling you. When we can look at our fear directly, it will become diminished. We can ask it what it's trying to tell us and approach it with understanding. You know, imagine the ego maybe even as a younger sibling that's having like a temper tantrum or they're crying over something that you can't really understand and you're trying to come from a place of understanding them, comforting them. But at the very beginning of this exercise, I want you to simply listen and observe. Look at what you're writing and just get to know it. It's like get getting to know a new friend. This is really the first step of loosening that knot that is really tied up in this tense energy. And I want you to know that while this night might not be incredibly enjoyable, this act of witnessing your ego without judgment is extremely brave. This is a huge step in healing for you. And I'm also going to be providing you with a meditation to help guide you through this. You are not alone and you are absolutely going to benefit from this practice. And then during our next episode, I'll be giving you guidance on how we can further sort through this ego-based dialogue. For right now, I just want you to take the first step and really sit with it and get to know it. 
So that is all that I have for this week, my friends. If you have any questions at all, of course, feel free to reach out at pictureperfectmind.com or you can go on the Facebook page. I'd be happy to chat more about this with you. And remember to thank yourself for this work. Thank yourself for even taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you were able to learn something new from it. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon and have a beautiful day.